you walk into church during the day. Oh man! Oh, the angels are singing. It's wonderful. At night, the lights coming in. Beautiful. I mean, it's like you're in an episode of Psycho or something. I never been so scared in all my life. Putting fifty teenagers in. It's amazing the building's still standing. I don't even know. It's terrible. It's terrible. This podcast is sponsored by Old U.S. Outdoors, America's lifestyle brand. Shop online at oldusoutdoors.com or your local outdoor clothing store. Follow us on social media at Old U.S. Outdoors for exclusive offers and discounts. Hey guys, welcome back to episode two. I'm Ben. This is Norman. We're here to hang out Howdy. and talk about scary church stories. Scary church stories. I'm yeah. excited. I got my tea today. Oh, man. He's like Uncle Cy. You mm-hmm. know who that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Except for no beard. This is Uncle Cy, what he looks like when he's shaved. This is what he looks like shaved. Also, Phil Robertson taught my dad how to blow a duck call. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's not a scary church story, but hey, I just thought I'd throw it in there. I mean, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> back in the 70s. I've actually in the been, 70s. Uh, I've been to their house, yeah. and, and uh, yeah. I actually went to their church when we were filming down in, oh, awesome. in Louisiana. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, it was cool. They're fun, folks. Yeah. And I like Uncle Matter Cy. Matter of fact, we were filming at the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, country club and yeah. uh, Willie was telling us when uh, he first tried to join there they had to get with the board and decide whether they let him join because he wore a headband you know are you serious and that was not allowed that's a very that's a very kind of country club there well I only bring headband be. I only bring headband up because obviously we've talked uh, about this yeah, before no you got adding enough votes to have to wear the headband so uh, you guys failed I think it was like I'm really sorry about that because I, I was, was like really 10,000 pl- no's to what well, was like 200 yeses no, so. I, I was well I was a yes because I was pulling for that the headband the Richard Simmons uh, headband hard but the, anyway, the thing is, is like I I hear Richard's been showing up again. Like he was, he disappeared for a couple. Yeah, of years. what was the deal? And I heard him I think coming it's back because up. People like, are picking on him. I don't want to be that guy that picks on him now that he's coming no, back again. You know, we don't so, want to pick on Richard Simmons. No, he's, I'm, he's I'm, a fun dude. I wouldn't want to, <laughs> <laughs> want to do that. I don't know why I felt the sincerity of that statement. He's yeah. a fun dude. Yeah, he's a fun dude. Uh, yeah. yeah, we don't want to pick yeah. on Richard. Yeah, there's. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's some funny interviews. Matter of fact, if if you're bored right now and you want to watch something fun, yeah. <laughs> go look up Richard Simmons on That's YouTube right. and uh, some of the interviews. Anyhow, they're good. I didn't do a very good job keeping people here. I'm like, yeah, go watch something else. <laughs> Listen, if you really want to see something good, y'all, go watch something else. <laughs> That's really the takeaway. <laughs> that is the uh, yeah. Listen to something else. Watch something else. That that is the theme of our podcast. That's a- <laughs> That's going to be the new name. It might be okay, but it's better somewhere else. Yeah. 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 So pretty much like, <laughs> uh, I think that's how I people like that. feel about churches, though. They're like, this church is okay, but I bet the other church is better. Because Down the road. At the other church, you know, they probably don't have the same things we have. Yeah. Uh, What's well, amazing here, because, you know, we've lived here like six months, and the church is per capita here. Like, you go down the road three feet, bam, there's another church. It's like it's a ton of you know. My favorite thing is they have like Harmony, yeah, the Harmony Baptist Church, sure. And then down the road they have New Harmony Baptist Church, which yes. means that church split. Yeah, and then they decided to you know. I do have a question about this. Okay. Maybe I think you may be the right person to ask. This is not necessarily <laughs> on scary church topic, but it is about churches. What's the difference between all of the first Baptist churches that we see and the second Baptist churches that we see? Is it a split thing, or is it a... Sometimes it is, or sometimes it's because it was literally the second Baptist church in that town. 
Yeah. You know, they were the first one, yeah. and then they felt like the town was big enough they needed another one. So, so it really is related to like this they, is the first Baptist church because this was the first. This one was the in first town. we put town, and then this really? was the second one. They just didn't. But you never see a third. I've no, never seen a third because no town's big enough for a third one. Okay, <laughs> no, fair enough. I, I don't. <laughs> no, I, that's a legitimate no, question. At that point, they that's were like, question, you know, right? this is getting too much. So then they yeah. change it to another name. But okay, it is funny. Like uh, uh, I love. Uh, John the Baptist Catholic Church. I seen that one one time. You know, oh my. I'm like, really? I don't know what kind of church that is. Where is that at? I, uh, yeah. That's intense. They, they, but that, I mean, that, that's that's an, they have some intense names. Our next uh, podcast idea will be uh, scary church names. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I have a because uh, we haven't talked about what I do for a living, but I'm a I'm an opera singer. Should I throw this in here now? Yeah, go for throw it. it another time. So my wife and I are both. You're gonna go with that. I'm going to go with that. Okay, I didn't know if you were going to tell them what you really did or if that's what you are going to tell them. This is my... No, no. No, I, I, no, well, no I can't tell them what I really do. I have to tell them. <laughs> He's running from the wall. That's no, right. This is truly what he does. So so my wife and I are professional opera singers. So that's what we do. And there's a there's an opera by Strauss that Sula sings, my wife sings, and it's called Zalame. And she does the, you know the dance of the seven veils in it. And then it's when she asks Herod to chop off John the Baptist's head. And uh, years ago, I was working in a theater, and there's this other lady who was a very well-known singer, and she had these two, like this family come up. We were having a conversation, had this family come up who were fans of hers, and when they walked up, I saw her face just kind of freeze. And I was like, who are these people? And they started talking, and these kids were like, like children of the corn. <laughs> I'm not sure if I should be telling this story, but anyway, I'm telling it anyway. But, and they were like, and they introduced themselves, and their names that she had named the kids were Zolome and John the Baptist. Huh. And I had never met anybody named Zolome and John, and that, but they were like, you saw them and you're like, John the Baptist, I don't think was like this, this, this guy. But anyway, there you go. That's my Zalame John the Baptist well, story. See, this is... Okay. I know that wasn't scary no, church, but it was no, scary. the point of this is when you name <laughs> your kids weird names, they're going to turn out weird. Well, they did it. That's what I mean. It yeah. worked. Yeah, it's like <laughs> they were prophesying. Like, Our kids are going to be psychos, so let's give them some weird names. Like, <laughs> yeah, anyway. To fit. So, I don't know if that's necessarily on topic. But I, we, can, we can do it. I, I actually thought it was good. No, and I think it would be good for you guys to share. Like, share us... Share with us your yeah. uh, most unique church name that you've heard of. I would love to hear it. The church, oh man, yeah. There's got to be some good church names out there. And my other thing, speaking of church names, I love okay. church signs. I mean, I say that some of these signs church are signs <laughs> best. That that isn't that like a YouTube channel? Uh, there probably gotta be. There probably is. That's another thing you can go look at if you don't want to watch this. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, we are killing it. If these people are ADD that's watching, they've yeah. done switched over like three times. They, yeah, they can't yeah, stay focused. Anyhow, <laughs> yeah, but some of these, uh, some of the sayings they put on there, I that's mean, they right. just, yeah, I, I just laugh. And then I think, who comes up with these? Like, they must be sitting home at night. Yeah. Like, what's the most absurd, crazy thing we can put on our church sign? Yeah. And uh, But some of them are really witty. Oh, they're, they're they're like kill it. They're spot on. Yeah, they're great. They're really funny. They're great. I wish I could think of I one. Can't, right. I can't think of any. I'm literally talking about how great this is. I can't think of one right Here, now. Here's the problem is, okay, like. I've got one. Uh-oh. It's a producer. It's like, if you think church is long, imagine eternity. In hell. <laughs> I 
like if you think church is long, imagine eternity hell. Yeah, that's... Uh, imagine eternity <laughs> in hell. Well, first off, the preacher put that up so he could preach longer that that's day. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There have been a few services I was sitting in that it felt like it was uh Longest eternity. service you've ever been in? Um... So, longest service for just one speaker, yeah. right? Because yeah. I've been in some conferences where there's sure. multiple, but longest sure. one service was almost four hours. Yeah, mine was eight. One speaker. Yeah. One speaker. We had music for half of it, four hours, and we had four hours of preaching from one speaker. But see... I was like, that's intense. You're... You're probably more spiritual than me because I no, was. No, I, I fell asleep. I was. At, I, was, at, I, was yeah. I was about eight or nine years old, to be fair. Well, you but like, I took a nap. You like Eutychus in the Bible? It says he yes. fell out the window. He fell yes. asleep out the window. Yeah. And I only. The only reason I, I'd love to say I'm spiritual, remember all these Bible names. The only reason I remember that name <laughs> is because my uncle used to say Eutychus too. If you fell out the window, nice. <laughs> so that's why I remember that's his name. Good. That's good. I like uh, that. Yeah. I've never heard that. So one time I take one of our preacher boys mm-hmm. who uh, we ordained in our ministry, Pastor Matt Burrell. Yeah. And uh, I, I probably should have thrown his name out here because now I'm confessing what he did with us. But our families were on vacation yeah. in Pigeon Forge. Yeah. We go to this church uh, and uh, we go there for their, their midweek Bible study. And it was okay. I mean, it got done at like like within an hour or so. Mm. And and then it kind of dragged out for a little bit, another 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh man, is this thing ever going to end? We had things we were going to do that night. Yeah. And then he goes, now we're going to pray. And then when we do, we're going to do our prayer time tonight. We usually go for about 45 minutes. And oh, okay. uh, all we right. all bow our heads and I look at our man. I was like, let's go. Yeah. And so we got our families and, and walked out. Yeah. And then Matt always gave me a hard time. He's like, I've never been with a preacher before that left early. He's like, uh, we snuck out. I was like, well, you know. <laughs> So, Sometimes I get it. I, I and see this yeah. is why I'm not. A, I don't preach long. Our services are not long mm-hmm. because the PK inside of me knows what most people are thinking. Like we got, we got it, dude. We heard you the first time. Yeah, we got the message. Yeah, let's go eat. If it's if it's if it's a, if it's a morning service, they're thinking about let's eat in football, and then if it's an evening service, they're thinking about like the the Masters or the golf tournament or just sleeping <laughs> yeah. or just yeah. sleeping. And that they left to come to church, yeah. and they didn't see the end of, and they're wondering who won. Yeah, what happened? And I will say this: like, if the spirit of God is moving, I'm never going to come to service. Yeah, of course. You know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine times out of ten, it's not the spirit of God. You know, everybody's nobody's feeling it, but whoever's speaking, and they're all thinking, "What is going on here?" Like, <laughs> you know, just you know, does he know sure. what time it is? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I do feel for like you know, especially during the week, like people get up at five in the morning, go to work. Sure. And I, I spoke at a church one time. It was a last minute thing. It was a Wednesday night. They probably had three or four hundred there, and, and he, he asked me to preach, and I was like, "Yeah, I'd be glad to." And so they did their worship, and then I got up and spoke. I went like thirty minutes, you yeah. know, which probably is about the norm for me. And yeah. I get done, and he gets up, and he he goes, "Man, that was so great. God really blessed." Yeah. He goes, "But it's only ten after eight, and he goes, "You know, we usually don't get done until nine, so I'm going to go ahead and preach." So then he preached for another. Oh almost an hour. Oh, wow. All and, right. And I'm sitting there thinking of all these poor people that got up at, you know, yeah. early in the morning. They had school. The yeah, kids sure. School, everybody else. They got it the next day and then he's yeah. just dragging it out. And I thought, maybe, maybe the preacher should, you know. Did he say it. good stuff at least? Uh, to be honest, I was tuned out at that point too. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I'm, <laughs> I'm so mad. I was like, I was like, it's good, but I got to yeah, preach yeah, yeah. now. I was like, apparently yeah, it wasn't yeah. that good. Anyway. Yeah. But you know what? It's his church. I mean, he's the pastor, so, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, I ain't knocking it if God leads him to do that. But sometimes I do think about the people, and I, I want to be kind for them. And then, and then you know, you have some people that are just straight-up bums. They're usually the preacher's kids, so they, 
Yeah, it's like my kids, they used Preacher's to say, kids. we go to conference, like, hey, dad, yeah. is there going to be one or two speakers? And I was like, oh, there's just going to be one tonight. Yeah. And they're like, yes. And they're like, oh, yep. I mean, oh, man, I was hoping there's going to be two. I was like, yep. yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. They, re- they got to, okay, I'm joking. But they have to They have to have that spiritual. You got to be spiritual. It's, it's tough. It's but tough. The thing is, and this is something we can talk about from a yeah. PK's perspective. Mm-hmm. You've kind of seen it all, heard it all um, from that standpoint. And so I think that's why some of that cynical attitude kind of forms because, yeah. you know, you see it and, and you know, like the preparations for whatever it's going to be. You know what's supposed to happen and all that. And yeah. one of the things that I, I'm always encouraged by is when my kids come to me and say, man, dad, you know, today's service was awesome or, you know, whatever. Yeah. There's something in there. It could be a song, maybe the message, whatever it might be, but just something that encourages them is oh, always yeah. a blessing because it is easy from that standpoint to, to get focused. And that's why, by the way, I can't sit in the back if I'm at church. I have to sit towards the front because yeah. I get distracted easy. I'd be watching I get dis- it's better to It's better to sit in the front because yeah. you get... I think there's a thing, it, 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 I don't know if it's a speaking thing, I don't know if it's being in front of people, but whatever you'll... You, because when you're up there, you are looking, you're looking at people. Like, so what we get up, we sing. We're looking, you know, we're looking at people at times, you know, depending on what we're doing. And you're watching what people, and so when you're out there, you still kind of are doing the same thing. Yeah. You're watching what people are doing. And you're like, and not even in a, it's almost, it's not like a judgmental way. Or you're just like hanging out and you're just like watching people because that's what you do. And you see how people are reacting, and you see, you know, and you see, I mean, you see some hilarious stuff, you know. By the way, speaking but, of scary, yeah, try standing on the stage and singing <laughs> yeah. and looking at the people. That could be scary. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, there's nothing better for, like, if you go, what is the thing I could do when somebody's singing? Like, the mm-hmm. best thing you could do is put a smile on your face sure. or, or, you know, get into worshiping, yep. the, you know, the, the song if it's blessing you. Nothing worse than people just sitting there, like, just staring at you. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is great. You know? Oh, yeah. I had years ago, I was doing a, a competition, and I was sick. And I was singing this song, and it had this phrase that kind of goes up and sings a high note at the end of it. And I knew that high, it wasn't going to come out. I was like, this isn't going to happen. And it was, a, it was an audience. And, like, right over here was this gentleman who was maybe 70, 75 years old, and he was listening. And he had his arms crossed and he had his, his eyes closed, but you could tell he was listening, he wasn't asleep. And I happened, right before, as I was singing this phrase in this song, I happened to be looking at him. And I went, boo, and I just blew it. I bit it hard. <laughs> Didn't get, and I knew it was gonna happen, so I was like, whatever. And here's this guy, and I went, and he went. And I just so happened to be looking dead at him when I and I almost lost it. It was so funny. I was like, yeah, I mean that's kinda that's kinda it. I mean you don't know. Yeah, like you felt it. Well one yeah. of my best friends, I was getting ready to sing a special, and he's like, just remember if you mess up tonight, yeah, fuck me. Oh my gosh. And I yeah. was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. And then sure enough, I messed up. Yeah. And I thought of him. Yeah. And I was like, thanks for that, man. I appreciate yeah. that. But oh my gosh. My dad, great. so on a a uh, scale of one to ten, mm. as a singer, I, yeah. I'm probably I'm going to say a two or a three. Okay, come on now. My dad's probably like nine or ten. I mean, he's phenomenal. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. him. Great singer, very yeah. gifted. He's singing at this at this church yeah. and uh, preaching as well. But singing, and I mean, God's just moving in. Afterwards, he's back, you know, at the back door greeting whatever. And somebody yeah. walked up to him and said, "Boy, 
that was really good. And he said, have you ever had voice lessons? And my dad said, no, actually I haven't. He goes, can you imagine how good you would be if you had? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, thanks for that compliment, right. I think. Is, really that, nice. is, that, yeah, is that what that is? Just think how good you'd be yeah. if you knew what you were doing. Yeah. So, you know, That's sometimes, what that translates as, sometimes yeah. you know, you get these <laughs> words of encouragement. And so, you know, don't feel bad because I, you know, no. I know people are like, boy, I was in the church and the pastor never, you know, uh, complimented me or, or mm. was thankful for what I did. Or, yeah. you know, sometimes the pastors feel that way. And I think a lot of times it's just people are busy. Uh, within the service and God speaks to different people differently and also the cares of life sometimes when people come in and so oh, they just heavy you don't you yeah know, sometimes people it's not that they're trying to be rude they just don't no. they don't realize I've had people no, I said no. on the last episode I've had people come up and like be like oh you're wearing that shirt and I want to go uh, I don't remember yeah. asking you yeah. you know uh, if you like it or well, not well let me but, tell you I think your shirt looks good <laughs> well thank you yeah I, I like yours too. I, yeah, listen, I really, I appreciate I really it. like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it proves that we both got style. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. Especially you. What I'm what I'm scared you. about is is maybe uh, it, you know, especially young kids are probably watching going, yeah, they're like wearing stuff that old people wear. That's probably what they're thinking. Well, I mean, I feel like we're stylish, but I think, you know, I think we look. Good. Uh, I think we look good. You know, what's funny though is just mm. going back and looking like, you know, twenty years ago or when we were teenagers. Oh my gosh! Like I did a sermon yeah. a while back. Uh, and I was, I don't even remember what it was, but it was something to do with, uh, it was something to do with, uh, you know, going back or looking back, or I don't even remember now. But I had somebody, uh, they did the special, and then I was going up to speak. And so I came out the back, walked up on stage, yeah. and uh, it was kind of, you know, something to do with retro. I can't remember what it was, but I come out with the same Jordan uh, pullover shirt yes. that I wore when I was 14. Okay. Came out with my jeans tight rolled, nice. my Nike shoes, All right. and my hat. That's what I spoke. Uh, that's what I was wearing speaking because I was great. going back. And yeah. I laugh because I show this picture. We're at Disney when I was like 13 or 14 in yeah. that outfit. Yeah. And I, I look back and I go, why in the world? <laughs> you know, why did I think that was cool? You know. Well, you know, that's okay. You look good, I bet. And then I look at sure my dad got ordained in a leisure suit. You know what that is? Oh, man. The collar. Of course. Uh, the the collar, the whole thing. Yeah, so, you know, we That's all look right. back and go, what in the world? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember I, my dad gave me this his old coat, and he's a bigger guy than me. And I weighed about 100. And I was my height that I am now, which is 6'1". And I weigh 190 now. I weighed 145. Oh, wow. And he gave me this coat, and it was like putting a giant like duvet blanket over me and I would wear this thing around when I was because it was yeah anyway that's awesome yeah that was I, I, it wasn't I, I don't know what I was thinking but anyway I liked it so uh, most of your life you grew up in, in North Carolina yeah I was right? born in West Virginia right moved to my dad was an associate pastor in Charleston oh, in Scott Depot almost heaven West Virginia almost heaven West Virginia yep. that's it I love to talk about that Char- yeah in Char- and not, I was born in Charleston and then uh my dad was an associate in Scott Depot, West Virginia, and then when I was five, we moved to Hickory, North Carolina, as my dad took a church in Hickory. Good old Hickory. And we were there, and I was there till I left and went out and did whatever it is I'm doing. And then now your dad's out west, right? He's in Montana. He's in Big Fork. No, Kalispell, Montana. That's they right. were in Big Fork, Montana. Now they're in Kalispell. I know. That's so. it. You know, it's funny. Is the other day I was somebody was telling about something about Kalispell, uh, Montana, and I was really? like. I was thinking, man, somebody was telling me about that. And yeah. It, it took me a while. I yeah, finally yeah. remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They've been out there for like 14 years, 15 years. Yeah, that's awesome. So, 
when you were growing up, like, do you remember, like, was there ever a time where you were like, you know what, I want nothing to do at church or, or, I mean, or did you ever get to that point where you're like, I'm definitely not going to be a preacher or was there any of those kind of moments for you? You know, it's a funny thing. I never, that kind of stuff never crossed my mind. Uh, I met the Lord when I was in the sixth grade at the school I went to, actually, at a chapel service. And uh, I didn't ever want to be a preacher. I definitely never wanted to be a missionary. You know that thing, you know, like, I don't want God to call me to be a missionary because he's going to call me to Africa or something, you know? And uh, Oh, yeah, you know, you I know. heard that. Did you hear, yeah, you hear that. No, because yeah. I heard this guy, he was like, I said I wouldn't go to Africa. He goes, guess what, God sent yeah. me there. So as a kid, I heard that. And I was like, all right, that's Lord, right. I'll never go to Hawaii, Bahamas, Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. No, that's a good a, reaction right there. I found out reverse psychology didn't work it on It doesn't God. work on the yeah, Lord. He's like, yeah, you're yeah, you're he's like, that doesn't work on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I never said to myself, I didn't, I wasn't going to be a preacher, but I never felt like I should be a preacher. Right. Um, but... But I never had a point where I was like, I don't want anything to do with the church. So, like, growing, I never growing up, your, your parents didn't, like, try to put pressure on you about being a pastor or anything? No. My, par- my parents were, were great with that kind of stuff. They didn't put pressure on me to do or be anything. I think that's one of the reasons I became a singer, actually. Because as a singer, as a performer, uh, a lot of times, historically, what I've heard, kind of the messaging in the church is that, you know, if you have kind of an artistic ability or music, then you need to be singing in the church. And which that could be, but if you can perform something or do or execute on something, anything at an elite level, there's a reason God gave you that Mm -hmm. because he wants to put you in that space. And so one of the things that my parents did when I started to go towards the operatic stuff was that they never, they never said anything about that. And it was also because my dad, my dad read a lot of Schaefer. And Schaefer was very much involved in the arts, and he was he talked about the importance of Christians in the artistic community, and so that served served well when I started to go that direction. There was that context, so he was like, "If God's calling you there, now if you're just going there just to go there and do one, that's different. But if God's calling you to do it, then it was it was a uh, then it's a it's you know it's a very important thing, and so that was a big deal. Well, and I think like. <clears throat> So a lot of, um, uh, you know, the church, and we talk about this here uh, at our church a lot, is mm-hmm. to me Sunday is kind of the, the pep rally to, to then go out and live the, in yeah. the game. Yeah, I'm sorry. And uh, I think everybody should be involved in church. I think if oh, yeah, gives absolutely. you talents absolutely. that you can utilize in church, that's awesome. You should. Yeah. But I do think, like, for a long time, the there was a lot of people who kind of looked at, like, you know, God's giving these talents only four within the walls of the church. Yeah. And it was like, That's it. you know, we started telling people, don't go into politics. There's no place for Christian. Don't yeah. go into, you know, uh, yeah. Hollywood. Isolated. Don't do this. Os- isolated And ourselves. so, yeah, yeah, we quit We quit taking the message out to the people. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's powerful that God gives talents yeah. that you can utilize. And, and yeah. of course, uh, you bless people with those talents. But ultimately, yeah. it's about trying to reach people in, in these places. And, yeah. you know. There was a time, you know, 50 years ago where people would, you know, just go to church because they morally knew they should go to church. They might come attend, yep. you know, lost people come in, whatever. But it's, you know, we've seen such an attack on Christianity, such an attack on uh, just moral values that mm-hmm. more than ever we have to go out yeah. and we have to be that light and, yeah. and really show Christ. 
So, you know, I'm not taking away from church, but, and I was blessed too. My parents just always said, we just want you to do what God wants. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, I had to be a preacher. Um, they yeah, wanted yeah. me to find what God wants. And I think in that, not only did I become a preacher, but then ultimately it's allowed me to become a preacher that's engaged and involved in things uh, that's right. that are, you know, beyond the church walls and why yeah. we do the films and no. uh, make movies and, and other areas that we could just utilize to reach people. And, yep. and one of the things I think that uh, Norman and I uh, together uh, in this process is because, you know, we're, uh, I think we're passionate about trying to reach people, uh, especially in, in the arts world and, um, you know, trying to, uh, to help them. And, and I know a lot of people in the music world who, um, quit going to church because they got hurt. They, yeah. they have a scary church story. They yeah. had something that happened. There's a to ton. Them. There's a ton of church hurt. Yeah. There's just a ton, especially in the U.S. And, and churches church are good hurt. at when somebody yeah. has a problem. We're good at instead of helping them, we beat them up when they're down. Happens you know, a lot. Whether it's happens a something lot. they do that they mess up, or it's you know just a struggle, <laughs> whatever it is. And, and yeah. you know it's kind of sad because you know the Bible says you that are spiritual, you restore. You know, yeah. these people that go through this. And most of the time, right. instead of helping people get over, get through, mm -hmm. get back to where they were, we, we like to ignore them, beat them up or whatever. Yep. And so a lot of people are hurt. And so I think that's one of the things that inspired this podcast is that yeah. we could really help those that are just, you know, they're hurting. And, you know, where churches should be that one place that's safe and, and yep. where they can go, they feel like, man, I've been betrayed there. Yep. And again, it goes back to, um, you know, that's getting your eyes on people. And I get it. Church is, is made up of people. But it is getting your eyes on people. And, and not not everybody at church is bad. And not every bad thing no, that happens is, a, is intentional. Sometimes people just do no, things without thinking. I, actually th I think a lot of it is actually unintentional. Sure. I think the bulk of it is. I don't know. I mean, I don't know anybody in any space, if you're talking about the church, if you're talking about the world, who are intentionally trying to hurt people when they meet. They're, they're not. That's not an intention of most people. Now, some people it is. But most people, the intention is not to, you know, to do something and hurt somebody or offend somebody or hurt. No, it just, but it just, it just happens. Yeah. And maybe it's just an unwise thing or people aren't, you know, they're not aware or, or whatever. And, and, and so it's, it's uh, one of those things that's, it just kind of happens and it isn't about, and that, that's another thing actually about, I think, church hurt is that a lot of it is not. An intentional gesture right it is it's just something that kind of accidentally happened and then once that hurt takes place whatever that incident is it just kind of builds up and builds up over time because it's not really resolved and uh, well so, I think yeah. a lot of people are so uh, they're kind of self-absorbed mm -hmm. and so they're so focused on themselves yeah and in doing that that's why they hurt people without even yeah. realizing it you know yeah. and I think it's um, you, you can't control what other people do. You have to control what you do, but that's why, you know, you have to determine, I have to determine, you know, uh, to make sure my eyes are on the Lord. But then I'm not so self-focused that I don't see others around us. And, mm -hmm. you know, there's an old song. You grew up singing gospel. Maybe you heard it, but, yeah. you know, uh, was talking this song called Excuses. And then there's this line, the preacher didn't even shake my hand. And uh, it's kind of a funny song. And the reality oh, is, is sometimes people get offended because of something that was unintentional, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, so... Hearing that song, growing up all my life, knowing uh, how people are, is like you know I try my best to make sure I oh, greet yeah. and say hi to everybody. And sometimes you miss people, and you know, and, and your mind's focused on something else. And yeah. people, you know, can take offense to those kind of things, not realizing 
Yeah. You know, nothing's intentional here. No. Um, and also, too, like, for preachers, you know, they, they can't be everywhere. Yeah. They can't be everywhere. They can't do everything. They can't, don't have the bandwidth. And you don't have the time, don't have the bandwidth, don't have the energy, whatever it is. And every preacher I've ever met, I've been fortunate, I've met, because there's some not so good ones, but I've been fortunate, I've only actually met. Why did you look at me when you said that? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've, I've only met good ones besides this guy. But, um, but so there are people that are trying, you know, they're trying to, to get out there and they're trying to engage with their congregation or whoever it is. And so, um, the, it, yeah, you know, people can't be everything. You can't be all things. You know, I know the scripture says you, you be all things to all men, but there's only so far that can go. Right. It's, and, it's hard to uh, be at everything for everybody. Yeah. You know, and um, I know sometimes people get offended if you can't make it to a birthday party or oh, yeah. somebody's in the hospital or whatever. And, yeah. you know, it's, if you're a big, big church, there's too oh, many yeah. people, so you can't. If you're a small church, usually you don't have enough help staff-wise to get yeah. everything. So, that, you know, right. it's, it's a constant struggle and a balance. And at the end of the day, I mean, preachers, you know, their gifting should be to know the Word. God says to not only say the Word, but their goal is to feed the, the people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people get uh, this backwards, but God gave the church deacons to do mm-hmm. those daily tasks that now a lot of times it's expected on the pastors. Yep. Um, but... The pastor's main goal is to feed the people the word of God, and so that's the main goal. And sometimes people put expectations on pastors that you know aren't really biblical expectations, and sometimes mm-hmm. pastors put expectations on people yep. that aren't biblical. And so you know, um, true. all those things could definitely uh, mess you up. But uh, I'm looking forward <laughs> over the next uh, I don't know however long we can make this thing. The next last. 280 episodes. Yeah, just sit back and relax, y'all. We're about to kill it. We, we're gonna, there we go. Yeah, we're going to have some awesome guests <laughs> come in. They're going to tell you their scary church stories. Some are going to be hilarious. Some are going to be sad. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, all of it is about yeah. helping people go, hey, you know what? I've been through that, but my eyes are focused on God and not and not people. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't let that destroy my relationship with God. Yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't keep you from being in church. Because at the end of the day, yeah. one thing I love about church is church is yeah. community. And yeah. it's great to have brothers and sisters in Christ that encourage you, yeah. help you. I think there's uh, there's a great uh, sense of accountability with each other. There's a yeah. great sense of just strength and encouragement. Yeah. And, you know, one thing going through the pandemic, I think we all, hopefully you caught this, is, man, God never created us to be people that were alone or by no. ourselves. No, know? I mean, you know, Scripture teaches that don't neglect the gathering of one another. Don't neglect the gathering of the body. And, and there is... I think in a and a part of the reason is why it's a great thing to talk about this is because it has put people in a position where they're isolating themselves and that was going on before the pandemic because they could you know I want to sit I don't it's not important that I be involved in a in a church somewhere but it is important that we are with one another and that we celebrate one another and we support one another and we are accountable and all of those things go together because the world is the world it's not an easy place, and we need that support. We need that community because that's what gives us the strength, part of what gives us the strength, to go out and, and be those lights that we're called to be. And so um, I think in a time that then the pandemic just, I think it, it isolated people more while simultaneously showing us even more that we are not 
made to be alone. Yeah. And um, so I, 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 I really, this topic is a really, I think a really good one, a really important one, because we are in, in, in a time that is so fraught with so much upheaval yeah. that the community of, of the church is a really important thing. Absolutely. And helping people, you know, however it is, if it's funny, if it's serious, if it's sad, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's something res- uh, uh, hits, if it lands with somebody. What's the word I was looking resonates. for? That resonates. Resonates. I was about to say resonates. Resonates, there it is, with somebody that that can help bring that, you know, some healing or some help there. Yeah. There you go. I mean, yeah, that's, absolutely. That's, that's awesome. Well said. Well, we've Thank enjoyed you. this, and uh, yeah, we can't wait to see you again. Yeah, and uh, you know what? Um, let me just challenge you. Oh, give us your best church names. I want to know. I want to see them. We need the church signed ones too. Maybe we can do an episode. Church names. Church names. Church names. Oh man. Oh. The, Sorry, I just the, the, <laughs> the person who comes up with the best church name. Yeah. we're going to send you the best church sign. <laughs> the best church sign, and we will send you an official. Richard Simmons headband. <laughs> How's that? Is that good? I think that's like seriously. That right there ought to get everybody stirred <laughs> up about wanting to. to get they're gonna, they're gonna get involved. I mean, should we tell them another thing to go switch over and and, and watch? You know, now that well, since we had a couple we, there, we, we had got, two or three. Yeah, the scary church signs. Church signs. What was the other one? I, I know it wasn't Richard. Oh yeah, Richard no. Simmons. Uh, yes, Richard Simmons. Yeah, on some interviews. Uh, yeah. And then maybe the third one would have to be... I have um, a good one that I like to watch on YouTube. Oh, let me hear it's it. It's kind of ridiculous. I, it's actually ridiculous. You ever watch uh, on YouTube, there's a whole section of Russian uh, traffic accidents? <laughs> and you can go over and watch all these car crashes. I, I, I have seen some of those. We may edit this out, too. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is but, we don't know if those were staged or not. It is Russia. Well, it could be. I don't know. Fair point. The dog anyway. Uh, yeah. The, uh, yeah. You know what? Uh, this has been fun, y'all. <laughs> y'all Sorry, everybody. I God apologize. Bless. God bless you guys. Have a great day. I love it. I love it. <laughs>